the Pokedex Radio podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Pokedex Radio podcast. Today we're going to be talking about old Pokemon games versus new Pokemon games. Hey again, guys. Did, uh, this is the Pokedex Radio Podcast. My name is Austin. Today is Wednesday, March 14th, 2013. Kind of off to a rough start. Let's hope that doesn't dictate the rest of the show. But anyways, uh, today's main topic, like I mentioned before, is uh, we're going to be discussing the old Pokemon games versus the new Pokemon games. Um, mostly talking about comparisons and contrasting the two games, uh, the two uh differences in the games from red, blue, and yellow all the way to black two and white two. We're not going to be talking about the spinoffs too much because that's what they are to me, just spinoffs. So, but we do have a lot in today's show. Um, uh, we have a lot of the news. I was actually going to take the topic that we're going to do today and combine it with talking about the Pokemon video game timeline itself, but that's a lot to do. So we're going to discuss that in another show. But anyways, let's try to keep this episode short. So let's get started. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash flashlightstudios. They have over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, visit audibletrial.com slash flashlightstudios to support the show. Now in today's news, we have, uh, we have four articles in today's news. First one is about a new Japanese Pokemon movie called Extreme Speed Genesect Mewtwo's Awakening. Now, this is the 16th Pokemon movie. It's, it's crazy how we have so many Pokemon movies now. There's even shorts, including the Pikachu short, um, which they do have another one uh, packaged along with this movie called Pikachu and the Eevee Friends. And this is actually the very first, um, uh, and this is the anime debut of Sylveon, the Eevee evolution that we discussed in last week's episode. So I'm pretty excited for this movie, not only because it's, you know, a new Pokemon movie, I'm always happy to see them, but because it's bringing back Mewtwo. Mewtwo is one of the first-generation Pokemon. He was considered the strongest Pokemon back then. Of course, he's not the strongest Pokemon, but at the time when we didn't know about, or we didn't uh, care about stats or or um, IV training and and EV, uh, IV breeding and EV training and all that, all those other things, Mewtwo was the boss. He was the beast out of all the other Pokemon. The only thing that you could really put up against him and have a fighting chance was really another Mewtwo or a Mew, or put something crazy up against him and then just try to annihilate him. Anyways, so again, the movie is called Extreme Speed Genesect Mewtwo's Awakening. I'm not too sure what the movie's about really, but what I really want to talk about is are they really bringing Mewtwo's voice actor back, Dan Green? I'm pretty sure Dan Green has done other voices for uh, for Pokemon, but I know he did Mewtwo originally, and he even did Entei uh, for the third movie. As he did Mewtwo for the original Pokemon, the first Pokemon movie, and he also did it for the uh, the second one, which I believe is called Mewtwo Strikes Back, 
which uh, was a straight to straight to video movie. So you either got it on DVD or VHS. I had the VHS version that I bought back when it came out. Um, and it's a good movie. Don't get me wrong. It's a great movie. And it actually shows um, uh, the uh, uh, the black tulip uh, was, I believe, was one of uh, Jesse and James's uh, uh, rivals within Team Rocket. And she was in there. It was pretty cool. But I think it's cool that they're going to be bringing back Dan Green as the voice actor for Mewtwo. Most likely is what they're going to do. But I... I don't want. I don't know. Is is there? Is Team Rocket going to be uh, linked in this movie somehow? Is um, are clones going to be talked about somehow in the movie? Because I do know. You know, of course, Genesect is a, um, a, a pretty much a clone of the original ancient Pokemon Genesect, but made to more uh, modern standards. Um, just like Mewtwo is a, a clone of an ancient Pokemon Mew, just re-engineered. Uh, to be stronger, and that's exactly what what happened with Genesect. So we have two similar storylines with these two Pokemon conflicting in this movie. But something interesting for the Japanese version of the movie, if you're going to see it in the Japanese theaters, of course, I don't know if I have any listeners in Japan, but they will be um, distributing a level 100 Mewtwo for those who pre-order the tickets. Now, the Mewtwo will be at level 100, be holding a Custat Berry, and have at least the two moves Hurricane and Heal Pulse. What other two moves it will have, I don't know right now, but this is all I know so far. Now, the tickets can be, the Japanese tickets can be pre-ordered between April 20th and July 12th of 2013, and Mewtwo itself, the distribution Mewtwo, uh, can be obtained between June 15th and September 1st of 2013. So these are only to those in Japan who have pre-ordered these tickets to go see it in the movie theaters. Now, I'll put up a trailer uh, to the to the Pokemon movie. I haven't really watched it yet, because, mostly because it's in Japanese and I don't understand Japanese. But I'll put it up so you guys can watch it in the show notes. Again, at pokedexradio.wordpress.com. You can find it there to find out, to see all the show notes for today's show, including the articles and the main topic and everything like that. But again, uh, that is the new Japanese movie, the 16th Pokemon movie, Extreme Speed Genesect, Mewtwo's Awakening. The second article in today's news, um, Koro Koro, the, uh, the, the Japanese magazine that always brings out new things about Pokemon, things like that. They've announced uh, a new season of Pokemon called Best Wishes 2, uh, so Pokemon, or po- uh, excuse me, uh, Pocket Monsters, Best Wishes 2, um, Dic- uh, the Decolora Adventures. So Decolora Adventures... If you know what the word decolora means, it's like it's a Spanish word meaning like colorless, you know, without color. Uh, so this new season of Pokemon starts April 25th in Japan, and it follows Ash's adventures through the decolora islands, which I think is kind of interesting. Even though I haven't seen any of um, the newer Pokemon series, uh, right around the time of I want to say uh, Advanced Battle is when I stopped. I started dropping off um, the Advanced series uh, Pokemon. The advanced Pokemon series. This was back in the day before. I think this was around the time Reddit, uh, um, Ruby and Sapphire started coming out. I stopped watching the Pokemon series, but I want to get back into it. I just don't really seem to have the motivation sometimes to get into it. But anyways, so again, uh, Koro Koro has announced a new season of Pokemon Best Wishes 2 Decolora Adventures. Next in uh, next in the news today, a Pikachu 3DS XL has been announced for the U.S. It comes out March 21st, so in 10 days from now, uh, it will come out. Um, it is a uh, like any other video game system between the Nintendo 64 and now to the Nintendo 3DS XL. They have come out with a Pokemon version of it. This is going to be a, a Pikachu uh, is is embossed on the outside. It's a yellow 3DS. Interesting. I actually have the 
Pikachu, Nintendo, uh, Nintendo 64, and a gold and silver um, Game Boy Color. And those are the only two Pokemon-related game systems that I have. Of course, I have the others, the other uh, Nintendo DS and DS, uh, DS Lite and uh, DSi systems, but I don't have, I only have those two Pokemon version ones. So Pikachu 3DS XL has been announced for the U.S. and it comes out on March 21st. Now, the last article today is the Pokemon Scramble U game. Now, this is a, a Nintendo Wii U eShop download only. And right now it's for Japan. Uh, it comes out April 24th. Um, let's see if I can uh, find out some more about this. I didn't read about it before I got on the show today. Anyway, so this is a... Um, so it's just been announced by Koro Koro uh, Magazine. It'll be the first Wii U game to use the GamePad's uh, NFC reader. So what, what's interesting about the NFC reader, it's, uh, it stands for Near Field Communications, and a lot of cell phones use this, um, especially a cell phone that I, I'm partial to is the Samsung Galaxy phones, and they use this, and pretty much what you can do, at least regarding the phones, is you have these uh, NFC stickers. They're pretty much just stickers with a little bit of microchip inside, and you program the stickers to have the phone do what you want it to do. So you have your phone, you have NFC turned on your phone, you have the sticker laying down on a table or on a wall or whatever, place the phone over the sticker and it'll make your phone do whatever you programmed it to do. Okay, I'm going to turn my Wi-Fi off or I want my 3G turned on or I want this app to be launched, something like that. So that's interesting. So the game will be Pokemon Scramble U uh, for the uh, Nintendo Wii U and is going to be available for download in Japan on April 24th, 2013. Now, so far, there's not really too much information on the uh, Scramble uh, the Scramble U game. It's an upcoming game in the Pokemon Rumble series. So if you like Pokemon Rumble, it's a new video game concerning that. Now, uh, it will have all, hundred, uh, all 649 Pokemon between Generations 1 and 5. You can, it's a four-player game, and up to 100 Pokemon will be able to battle at the same time in this game. And like I said before, it'll be the first Wii U game to use the NFC technology that has accompanied the Nintendo Wii U game console. So you'll be able to uh, uh, use little figurines, like I mentioned before, as stickers with the cell phones. These are little figurines, little action figures that you can buy to interact with the game. So like I said before, the cell phone uses the stickers or anything with a little microchip in it. This game will be able to use these little uh, uh, action figures, little characters that you can buy for a cheaper price. The game is available for 1,800 yen. The little uh, figurines will be available for 200 yen each. There are six little figures and one special figure. Uh, so, so seven total uh, little figurines that are be that will be available with this uh, with the purchase of this game in Japan only. So, there's that. So again, Pokemon Scramble U for the Nintendo Wii U. Uh, for April 24th in Japan only. So that is it for today's main topic. Let's get to the main... Uh, so that, is, that is it for the news, excuse me. Let's get to the main topic. Man, what is wrong with me today? Of uh, complex versus simple storylines. I know I mentioned before that we're going to be talking about old versus new games, but in reality, it's how the games have evolved over time. First of all, starting off with Generation 1. I mean, don't get me wrong. All the game storylines are all the exact same thing. Practically, if you look at it, you're 10 years old, you want to go on your own Pokemon adventure, you get your Pokemon, you go on your adventure, you find out about these villains in your area, you um, kind of ignore them at first, but all of a sudden they somehow get into your life, they get in, they mesh with you, 
and then you have to bring them down, take them down in some way, or remove them from, you know, doing bad things in the area. You defeat the the boss of said bad guys, and then you move along with the rest of your life, obtaining the rest of the gym uh, badges. You go to the Elite Four, and then you become Pokemon Champion, and then you find all the rest of the Pokemon, and then eventually become the Pokemon Master, and that is it. That was, those are between Generation 1 and Generation 5, and I'm assuming Generation 6, which is coming around soon, Pokemon X and Y, this is the premise of every single game, regardless of what generation you're in. That's exactly what happens in every game, but they are told in different ways, and that is what I want to get around to here. Uh, the uh, first generation game takes that simple premise and then just goes off of just that, pretty much. You're a 10-year-old boy, you get your you get your first Pokemon, regardless if it's, you know, Bulba, Bulbasaur, Charmander, Pikachu, or Squirtle you know, yellow version, um, or all four if it's the yellow version. Um, so they had a, it had a more simple storyline. You find out about Team Rocket, you defeat Team Rocket, and that's it. But now, okay, in Generation 2 was the same way with finding out about your, your 10-year-old boy or a girl because you can play girl in, the, in those Generation 2 games. You find out about these evil people. Again, it's still Team Rocket and, and uh, so far. Um, you find out that they've been around for a while now. You want you need to go defeat them, and then you de- finally do defeat them, and then they're gone. And now you go off to finish getting the rest of the gym badges that you have that you need, and then you go to the elite four, and then you keep going through the rest of the uh, the Kanto region. That's generation two, though. Generation three also had the same storyline, except with uh, Team Magma and Team Aqua, and our generation. F- uh, I'm sorry, that was Generation 3, and then Generation 4 with Team um, Galactic, I think it was called. I don't remember. And then Gen 5 with Team Plasma. So it's it's all pretty much the same thing, but the uh, storylines have gotten more complex. Like I mentioned before, the Generation 1 and 2, in a way, were very simple storylines. But moving to Generation 5, which is the reason why I wanted to do uh, this topic in the show... Um, Generation 5 storyline has confused me quite a bit. I mean, I get it. Uh, the leader, N, is an activist. He wants to show that you can't use Pokemon for your own benefit, for things like that, for battling, because you're hurting Pokemon, and I get it. Don't get me wrong. I, I actually kind of empathize with the guy. But at the same time, you know, the storyline doesn't make sense to me. Either either I'm just, either I just haven't been paying much attention, or I just haven't really, um, or I just don't, or maybe I'm just stupid or something. I, I don't know. Um but a lot of the things have gotten much more complex. I mean, especially this guy being an activist. I mean, come on. Before, it was it was Giovanni and, and Team Rocket just stealing Pokemon and hurting them. Not really hurting them, but stealing Pokemon. They, they did kill one, but mostly just stealing people's Pokemon because they were, they were thieves, really. And, and, they, and they based their organization off of thievery and, and just gaining more of what they needed. I mean, they, they used the game, the game corner for money. They, used, uh, they stole other people's Pokemon just to, to make themselves more powerful and give, them to, uh, give their powerful Pokemon to Giovanni. Um, so, I mean, that was that. But this one is more like, this guy's an activist for uh, not hurting Pokemon. This guy's an activist for uh, not owning Pokemon. He wants everybody to live harmoniously and, and, and free which it's, it's, it's different. I mean, it's, it's, it's a nice concept, you know, especially looking at today's world being very, very, uh, um, uh, uh, environmentally friendly, very, uh, very 
I guess I don't want to say energy efficient. There's nothing to do with it, but being very environmentally friendly, being friendly to to nature and things like that. And it's it's a fresh perspective regarding the Pokemon world. I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong, but the storyline itself, I don't get it. What's going on? Where did he come from? Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. You know, who are these like guys that just appear and disappear out of nowhere? What the heck? You know, the uh, the the seven sages or whatever they're called. I mean, wh- where do they come from? Why, why are they so fat? Why are they wearing so many clothing? I, I don't get it. I, I really just don't understand it. But that's just me. Going along with that, everything has also become more complex in the games. Not only just the storyline itself. The maps have got become more complex. Looking at the original map, everything was extremely linear. You go from Pallet Town, you go through Route 1, you go to Viridian City, Route 2, to the, for- to the uh, Viridian Forest, and then you get to um, a little bit of Route 3, and then you're in a, I don't think you go through route three. I think you go straight into a, no, you go to, you do go through a, back to route two, which I think is the end of part of Viridian Forest, and then straight to Pewter City, and then route three to Mount Moon. I don't remember everything. But anyways, it was very linear. Like, you know where you're going next. You're going to the next town. And later on in the game, yeah, you have to go back and forth and do a couple of things. But with the Generation 5 game, it is not as linear, I've noticed. I mean, just looking at the map, Yes, haha, they're kind of going off of the New York City map or New York City uh, uh, just um, uh, blueprint kind of thing with a big city in the middle and the kind of like outlying little areas. I get it. But at the same time, you're not just going in a linear path anymore, at least as far as I've seen. Yes, you are in a way because it is a linear game, but you're going back and forth and you're going to this town and then you're going back to that town. And you're going through this town because you don't need to do anything there. But after you skip the next four towns, you have to go back to that first town. It's confusing. You know, then there's the desert over there. You have to go do something in the desert. Like, what, what am I doing? Like, I'm confused. Maybe it's because I didn't look through the game guide before I started playing. Like, what I usually do. I don't look at the guide the first, the, my first playthrough. I'm confused the entire way through. I beat the game. And then I start the next one. You know, the, the second version of the game. Using the guide. Figuring out the storyline. I don't know. But there's also a lot more to discover in the game as well. Uh, compared to the older ones. There's more There's more side quests. There's more little things to do. And everything like that. The games have gotten much more complex. I understand why. I enjoy why. Because a lot of us have been playing Pokemon since we were younger children. I've been playing since I was 8 years old. I'm 23 years old now. And it's been 15 years. Of course the games have gotten more complex. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying I'm confused. And that is the main topic for today's show. Austin's confusion because he's an idiot and he doesn't know how to play Pokemon anymore. Anyways, that's it for today's main topic about complex and simple storylines between Pokemon games from Generation uh, 1 going all the way to Generation 5. And then we'll see 6 soon. What it's going to be about? I don't know. We'll find out. I hope it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. It's a Pokemon game. Of course it's going to be good. What am I saying? Anyways, let's get on to the Pokemon of the episode. Who's that Pokemon? Today's Pokemon of the episode is Pokemon number 428, uh, Lapunny. Um, I was recording this episode on Tuesday. I, I, I scrapped the first one, but I realized it's going to be Easter soon, and I chose a bunny for the Pokemon of the episode. It wasn't on purpose. Don't tell me that I did this on purpose because it was not on purpose. It was just mere coincidence 
that I was looking through Cerebi and I was like, I need to find a Pokemon. And I went to the little Pokemon finder thing and I just happened to choose one. And it, mere coincidence of it being a rabbit because Easter soon. Okay, so Lapunny, Pokemon number 428, is considered the rabbit Pokemon. He is a normal type, or she is a normal type. Um, there's a 50-50 male-to-female gender ratio when you find uh, Lapunny or its pre-evolution Buneary in the wild. Like I was mentioning, it evolves from Buneary. Uh, not through levels, not through trading, not through a stone or a held item of some kind, but through happiness. So you have to battle with it, make sure it doesn't faint, um, give it items, take it to those contests and make sure it wins and all those other things. Um, give it massages, whatever game you're in, whatever you can do to make it happy. Uh, so it evolves with through happiness to from Buneary to Lapunny. For the location of these po of, of these Pokemon, uh, in black and white, both Buneary and Lapunny are both found in the same areas. First of all, in black and white, the original black and white games, you cannot find them in the games themselves. You can get them. You can either transfer them from another game, trade them from another game, from uh, uh, Diamond, Pearl, Platinum, uh, Fire Red, Leaf Green. I'm Fire Red, Leaf Green. What am I talking about? Um, Heart Gold and Soul Silver. If you transfer them to Heart Gold and Soul Silver, or you can get them in the Dream World. And in White 2, again, you also have to trade them. But for Black 2, they are available uh, in Castelia City. Both Buneary and Lapunny are both found there. Now, uh, Lapunny has one of two different abilities. It has either Cute Charm, Klutz, and, well, its third hidden, uh, his hidden ability is Limber. Uh, uh, the first ability is called Cute Charm, where uh, an opponent has a 30% chance of being induced with Attract, when using an attack that requires physical content, contact against this Pokemon, meaning Lopunny or Buneary. So if your uh, Lopunny is a female and your opponent's Pokemon is a male and your opponent's Pokemon uses Tackle, which is a physical attack against Lopunny, then there's a chance, 30% chance of your opponent's Pokemon being induced with Attract and so on. The second move is Klutz. Klutz is the Pokemon cannot receive any effect of hold items except those that affect experience, such as experience share or macho brace. Which is nice, uh, because that there are items that hurt your Pokemon, something like Life Orb, where you have uh, higher you your attack is higher, you have stronger attacks, but every time you attack, some of your HP is taken from you. So Klutz is a good uh, ability to have. His third ability, his hidden ability, is Limber, which is the Pokemon cannot be paralyzed while having this ability, which is a very good thing because being paralyzed, uh, having your Pokemon being paralyzed is not a good thing. Your Pokemon will significantly be slower, possibly not even attack, and uh, yeah. So Limber is a good ability. It's his hidden ability. Now, onto uh, Lopunny's base stats. He has a, a, a little bit of a weird stagger stance, sort of a stats um, a spread. Let's, let's just say, I'll just tell him to you. He has an HP of 65, attack of 76, defense of 84, special attack of 54, special defense of 96, and a speed of 105, uh, 105. So, uh, good speed at 105, good special defense at 96, uh, decent defense at 84, uh, okay, attack at 76, uh, special attack at 54, and HP of 65 is meh. So, uh, better defender than he is an attacker, uh, but still, at a weird stagger stance of 76, 
54, 84, 96. I think that's weird. Um, maybe I'm just a weird one thinking that this is weird, but most Pokemon, when I, when I talk about their stats on the show, it's like, okay, this is at 100. This is at, you know, 95. You know, this is at something, something with a solid number. Never, never with like a weird middle number like 76 or 54. But anyways, that is it for today's Pokemon of the episode. Lapunny, the rabbit Pokemon, number 428. For listeners of the Pokedex Radio podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download along with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash flashlightstudios. Again, that is audibletrial.com slash flashlightstudios for your free audiobook and your opportunity to support the show for free. If you guys have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod Touch, Check out our app by searching FSPR in the iTunes store. You can then download the podcast without having to sync with your computer. Again, search FSPR in the iTunes store to get the Pokedex Radio podcast app. Now, that is it for today's show, guys. I tried to keep it under 20 minutes, but it's running at about 25 now, just over 25 minutes. So I'm going to try to end this show now. I have I had so much more to talk about, but I'll, I'll, I'll leave that for another show. I don't want to I don't want to be too cumbersome with each show. I'm trying to spread them out a little bit so I can create more episodes for you guys. But what I really want to talk about, usually I talk about something at the end, um, is supporting the show. Um, I mean, there, I do have expenses for this for this show, for this podcast. I mean, of course, I have equipment. I, I need to buy programs. I, of course, I, I need to use my own time. You know, time isn't really the the thing that I want to use to support the show, but supporting the show would help me out, especially with all the equipment that I have. I'd still need other things, especially if I'm going to have a, a co-host, excuse me, on the show. I mean, last episode I had my girlfriend with me on the show, and that was a lot of fun. Um, of course, she doesn't know too much about Pokemon and things like that, and uh, she used to watch the show as a kid, but um, and then she hears me just like going on and on about it. But to have somebody like her on the show, it would be a lot more fun. Of course, it'll make the show conversational, and with me being on the radio, and I do have a... Um, I am the co-host on, on the radio show. There's like the main host and I'm the co-host on the radio show that I'm on uh, here in Florida. So, I mean, it's not like a big show or anything, but I mean, whatever. It's just, I feel that it's more conversational and it makes the, it makes the show flow better to have a co-host and for me to be able to not only support the show by you guys signing up for those other things, like, for example, the Audible thing. It really does help. Even if you don't stay with them for more than the 30-day trial period, it still helps me. You can sign up. Yeah, I think you might need a credit card or something like that to sign up. But you sign up, download your free audiobook, and then cancel your subscription. That's all it is. It's like Netflix. You know how you can have the 30-day free trial, but if you cancel, you don't pay anything? It's the same thing. Except you get a free audiobook, and I get paid for it. I, I get I get you know a little kickback you know, so I can go ahead and pay off some of the equipment that I have here because this stuff is not cheap. But anyways, please look into the Audible program so you can support us by supporting our sponsor, and then you get a free audiobook for that. What do you want for free? I mean, seriously. You might have to ask your parents if you're younger or if you have your own credit card. You just sign up and then end your service. Like you, That's it. That's, you just have to sign up through my thing, which is audibletrial.com slash flashlightstudios. And that's it. There's a link to it in the show notes at pokedexradio.wordpress.com. If you're listening to us on the website, you're already there. There's the Audible link on the side. It's a little white box. It says Audible on it. Click it, sign up, and then bam. 
I, I, I get a kickback, you get a free audio book, and then you just got to cancel your subscription. And then bam, we're all happy. Audible is happy. They got a person for like 20 minutes. I'm happy. I got the money that I need to help pay off this stuff. And even if only two people in an episode sign up, man, that'll help so much. You have no idea. Like that, that is seriously an insane amount of help for me. Two people every episode? I don't know. But anyways, that is it for today's show, guys. The links will be in the show notes again at pokedexradio.wordpress.com. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter at FSAustinVO. And you can even subscribe. Ooh. <laughs> Man, what is wrong with me today? Anyways, click the wrong little soundbite. But anyways, so that is it for today's show, guys. Um, I'm glad to have you guys here. Glad to be putting out the show again. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Next week, I don't know, really know what we're going to be talking about. But I will have a show for you guys next week. Again, the email is pokedexradiomailbag at gmail.com. You can email me whatever you need. Follow me on Twitter. You can tweet me there. But again, my name is Austin, letting you know to live, laugh, and catch them all. And we'll see you guys next time.